there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host today, and we are in episode 47.2. Today we are in 1 John chapter 2, and so uh, it's a little long. I, I read it a little bit last night and did a little bit of highlighting, uh, So, uh, but because it's a little long, I'm not going to dilly-dally. I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we can dive right in and read our chapter for the day. So let me pray. Holy and mighty and glorious God, we are in awe of you. We love you. And we are so eternally grateful to you for all that you do. We are thankful for what you provide for us. We are especially thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus. It's his sacrifice on the cross that covers all of our sins, and we're so thankful that he was obedient to what you wanted him to do. Lord, we are thankful for the opportunity to read your word. We're thankful that we get to do it every day, five days a week. And uh, we're thankful for guiding and directing Jeremiah and I in this journey uh, with Leap of Faith podcast. We pray for... Uh, success with it and whatever that means according to what you want us to do. Uh, We pray for more listeners to come and listen and hear what your word has to say. It's not about us, it's about you. And so I just pray that we are breathing your word out into the world. I pray blessings over every person out there who's listening or watching. We especially put a covering over, ask you to put a covering over all of our family and our friends, uh, especially those who are in in uh, a unique need of whatever prayers that you are what they're praying for you to could cover them i don't know what they are uh, but everybody has a unique situation and so i pray that uh, they are covered and i especially pray for my own family for my boys for my husband and uh, all of my brothers and sisters and their families friends The pyramid is just amazing. So, Lord, just uh, open our hearts, open our minds. We invite you into this time in your word and uh, reveal to us what it is that you want us to understand. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's let's dive right in. Dear friend, a new, oh, I'm sorry, I started at the top of the page. I completely jumped over the beginning. Chapter 2, 1 John. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads out our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins. And not only our sins, but the sins of the world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. This is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment for you. Rather, it is an old one you have had from the very beginning. This old commandment to love one another is the same message you heard before. Yet, 
It is also new. Jesus lived the truth of this commandment, and you also are living it. For the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining. <clears throat> if anyone claims I am living in the light, but hates a fellow believer, that person is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves a fellow believer is living in the light and does not cause those to stumble. But anyone who hates a fellow believer is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go, having been blinded by the darkness. I am writing to you who are God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I am writing to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ who existed from the beginning. I am writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. I have written to you who are God's children because you know the Father. I have written to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ who existed from the beginning. I have written to you who are young in the faith because you are strong. God's word lives in your heart and you have won your battle with the evil one. You know what? I think I'm going to stop right here for a minute because this is all about getting saved. This is all about, you know, I'm writing to you who are God's children because you have your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I'm writing to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ who existed from the beginning and writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. You know what? This is my moment right now. Uh, before we go on, because if there is somebody out there who hasn't won the battle with the evil one, then I'm going to give you that opportunity right now. I know I usually do this at the end of the, the reading, but I'm going to do it right now. Uh, so if you haven't given your life to Christ, uh, who this is who John is, you know, he's writing to those who have given their lives to Christ. So this is your moment. This is between you and God. Let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God. Today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I, ac I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I will live my life for him. I accept him into my heart. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, then you are saved. That's it. Bam. You gave your life to Jesus. You confessed it with your mouth and you believe it in your heart. This is not about me. This is all about you and God and your relationship with him. And that's who John is talking to. You know, the, the you know folks who, who are believers. You know, he wants everybody to go to heaven. God wants everybody to go to heaven. So I will I'll explain a little bit more at the end there. But I just wanted to give everybody who has not... You know, you, maybe you're just reading your Bible for the first time. Maybe this is your very first time listening to this podcast. I don't know. But I just felt led that I should just stop and, and say the prayer because this might be your moment. And if it is, let us know. And we'll go back to that in a little bit. All right. Do not love this world. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievement and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. 
but anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Morning about Antichrists. Dear children, the last hour is here. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming, and already many such Antichrists have appeared. From this we know that the last from this we know that the last hour has come. These people left our churches, but they never really belonged to us, with us. Otherwise, they would have stayed with us. When they left, it proved that they did not belong with us. But you are not like that, for the Holy One has given you his spirit, and all of you know the truth. So I am writing to you, not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and lies. And who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ, anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an antichrist, anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either, but anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will remain in fellowship with the Son and the Father, and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life he has promised, he promised us. I am writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and he lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know, and what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ living as children of God. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Since we know that Christ is righteous, we also know that all who do what is right are God's children. All right, so uh, this is um, kind of like, a, like what it says over here. It's a pattern for fellowship you know, patterning, you know, point, keeping the fellowship with Christ. So I started with the first verse, one and two. My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads that our case before the, before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is right, truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of the world. That's who Jesus is. I mean, that's in a nutshell. That's all encompassing. That's what Jesus does. So, you know, yes, we're going to sin. You have to be, you know, repentant and change from your sins, you know, and, and realize what you're doing. Um, I also went into uh, the new commandment. The, new, the old commandment to love one another is the same message you have heard before. Yet it is also new. Jesus lived the truth of this commandment, and you also are living it, which is what we're supposed to do, love one another. I was just watching a show last night, uh, Somebody Feed Phil. It's on Netflix. Anyway, he was in Jerusalem, and one of the chefs was saying, what do you, I think they were in Tel Aviv, and I think he was saying, I think he said something like, you know, what do you notice that's not around here? And Phil was like, I don't know. And uh, he said, there's no police. He said, because we all love each other. We all respect each other. And I'm thinking, why can't we do that here in this wonderful country of ours? You know, why can't we do that in America? Just love each other. Respect each other. You know, don't get in anybody else's space. Don't go stealing other people's stuff. Don't go, 
you know, cheating on your wife or, you know, taking somebody else's wife or, um, you know, murdering and all that other stuff. All you have to do is follow the commandments and that's it in a nutshell. Again, you know, follow God's commandments and you're living a good life. And then I highlighted that whole section that I stopped in the middle of so that uh, we can say the prayer. Um, uh, you know, I'm writing to you who are God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. You know, that's why you have to believe in. You believe it with your heart and say it with your mouth. You know, so we already read through that. Do not love this world. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. You can't be in both. You got to choose. You you know, you, you, have, you have the old life. And then you have a new life in Christ and you can't go back to the old life. You know, you can't do the stuff that you used to do. You know, you, you shouldn't want to do those things anymore. You should just want to live for Christ, you know, to live as Christ, to die as gain. That's, that's what it says. Um, this world is fading away uh, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. You know what pleases God? Obeying him following his commandments. Um, warning about the Antichrist. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming, uh, and already many such Antichrists have appeared. But you are, uh, when, uh, I'm sorry, when, when they left, it proved that they did not belong with, oh, the people that they left, they left the churches, you know, they obviously weren't part of it to begin with. They weren't wholeheartedly 100% in. Uh, you're not like that. The Holy Spirit, the Holy One, has given you his spirit, and all of you know the truth. So I am writing to you, not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and lies. And who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an antichrist. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either, but anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. Uh, you need to remain in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life he promised us. You have fellowship with God and you will have eternal life. That's, you know, that's all. That's it. It's pretty clear. Uh, I'm writing to you, I'm writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. Yeah, don't go listen to other people. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and he lives within you. Um, the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. Uh, what he teaches is true, it's not a lie. Uh, you don't really need anybody else to teach you. All you need to do is read it, just like we're doing. I mean, you don't need me to sit here and explain it to you. If you're reading it, you can decipher exactly what God's trying to tell you. And you remain in the fellowship with Christ. And then uh, living as children of God. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Be because you know that you have uh, the promise that even though you sinned, that Christ covered all of your your sins for you. So you should have courage. You shouldn't even, even think about that stuff because all you need to do is focus on Jesus. And since we know that Jesus is righteous, Christ is righteous, 
We also know that all who do what is right are God's children. We are all God's children. And if you said the prayer earlier, you are now a son or daughter in Christ. You're, you're in the family. You're adopted in because you chose to believe. So that's it in a nutshell. If you did say that prayer, I would strongly suggest, and Jeremiah's right there with me, that you uh, take the next steps and uh, get to somebody who's knowledgeable, a pastor, somebody at a church, uh, anyone who can help you to the next step. Uh, and I encourage you to get involved with a ministry or volunteer at your church. You know, you can be a, a, a greeter. A, a, you know, you can be a person who helps people to their chairs or to their seats. I don't know. Whatever it is that your strongest, um, what is it, spiritual gifts are. And that's the other thing. You figure out what your spiritual gifts are. You know, whatever you're good at is uh, is what you should be doing, and you do it unto the Lord. So that's it for today. Uh, you know, we, we sort of wrapped it up, and uh, this was, as always, just so enlightening and uh, encouraging to me. So I thank you. I hope I've encouraged you today uh, to keep doing what you're doing and to keep joining us every day. So... I don't know what time it is that you were able to do this, but uh, if it's morning, noon, or night, I don't know. But I'm just glad that you were able to take time out of your day. So God bless you. Have a good one, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care.